welcome to the Boss of My Money Keeping It Real podcast show, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, personal finance educator, budgeting expert, and money coach at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money mindset, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest. Say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get started with paying yourself first, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies, the free financial wellness checklist at bossofmymoney.com slash financial wellness checklist. Now it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. In today's podcast episode, you will learn about the fear of money phobia, how to spot it and tips to overcome the fear of money. For us to achieve complete financial wellness and build true wealth, we must overcome any fears we have about money. Stick around till the end when I'll be summarising the key points made, giving you actionable steps to implement, as well as introducing a new segment called Share Worthy Money News Roundup, where I will share worthy news to help you keep abreast of what's happening in the world that can both positively and negatively impact your finances. Fear is a common emotion in finance that is not talked about much. There are two extremes of having fear about money. On one hand, you could be afraid of having money. And on the other hand, you could be afraid of not having money. Either way, these two extremes can impact the financial decisions that you make. And they can hold you back from living a truly fulfilling life. Our relationship with money is closely linked to how we think our beliefs, the values that we hold, and how we feel. Therefore, if you are carrying fear about money, it's likely linked to one of those. So what is the fear of money? Believe it or not, there is actually a name for the fear of money, and I hope I pronounce it right, but it's called chromatophobia or crematophobia. It's when you have an excessive negative emotion around losing money, spending money, or experiencing a financial disaster. This emotion of danger is sometimes real, imagined, and most times it hasn't happened yet. In the past, I have talked about financial stress, money anxiety, the relationship between mental health and money, and it's a topic that I want us to always be real about I don't want anything holding us back from achieving our purpose and living a joyful and fulfilled life. And that includes having money phobias. To achieve complete financial wellness and build true wealth, we must overcome any fears we have about money. So before I get into the fear of money symptoms, I first want to share where fear of money stems from. Knowing where it stems from will help you tackle the issue from the root cause, right? We always want to understand what the root cause is so that we can deal with things once and for all. So the fear of money can come from these three areas. And this is just my evaluation. So the first area is childhood experiences. Our family upbringing and culture 
seeing the way that your parents were with money, hearing how your parents talked about money, experiencing poverty or wealth and the impact that had on you. And in some cultures, even today, money is very much still a taboo topic. The second area is having experienced unpleasant life events, such as sickness, death, job loss, which may have resulted in an unwanted experience, whether that was loss of income, loss of a loved one, or becoming unemployed, or even in extreme circumstances, homeless. The third area, which I believe money fair may stem from, is our own beliefs, our own thinking and emotions that we have developed or we've managed to convince ourselves, you know, that money is something to be afraid of. So in case you are not sure if you have money fear, let's look at some examples of behaviours and thinking patterns that display the fear of money. So I have come up with nine signs of money phobia, right? And where I got these nine signs from is basically just reflecting on my own life and also based on conversations that I've had with my one-on-one -on -one clients and the types of topics that we've talked about in my group coaching program. So sign number one is scared of spending money. Some people are scared of spending money. You might have fear of spending money on yourself even. You have the money, right? You earn a good salary, you have savings, you invest, you're a giver, but yet still you ask yourself, you know, why am I afraid to spend money? You have that fear of spending money, whether you have it or don't have it. And again, there are always two extreme ends, people that have money that are scared to spend it and people that don't have money and are scared to spend. Sign number two is the fear of not having enough money to retire. So fear of running out of money in retirement. This is very common when you are in your 50s and 60s because you're getting closer to retirement, right? As we realize that the dream of retiring at 60 no longer exists, you know, the lie that we've been sold for years by the government, that if we put our pensions away, you know, if we work really hard in our 20s up to, you know, 60s, we can retire and live on a comfortable salary. That is a lie that we have been told. And I'm not going to go into a tangent here, but unless you were planning your own retirement, you're likely not going to ever retire. I know that sounds really, you know, harsh and very direct, but it is the truth. You know, whatever you're putting into your NI contributions, your tax contributions, or even your workplace contributions, you have to do more than that, right? Because as you may be realizing that a lot of people are going to have to work until they are in their 80s. Can you believe it? I do not want to be in any kind of you know, workplace in my 80s. If anything, I want to be the CEO of my company, but someone, even at that, like let someone else be the CEO at the age of 80. I'm not trying to carry, you know, around me, with me that CEO stress. I still want to work, but I want to be doing things that I don't have to depend on to bring me an income to live, right? So you might be starting to invest late for your pension, and you're not sure how your investments will catch up or grow into a nice pot of cash for when you retire. So that could be causing you 
you know, to be afraid and to have fear of not having enough money to retire. Sign number three is the fear of touching money. Now, I must say this was a little bit of a weird one for me, but I have come across this, you know, and I've heard stories of certain rules, you know, and yeah, just certain rules around touching money and particularly in certain cultures where, you know, there's rules around who can touch money, when they can touch money, and there's rules around how to accept money. For example, a lot of cultures believe that if you, if somebody's giving you money, you shouldn't receive it with your left hand. You should always receive money with your right hand, right? Otherwise you get bad luck. Anyhow, but that's a true fear that people have in some cultures. Sign number four is fear of wasting money. For some people who may have grown up with no or little money and whose parents were scraping by, the daily reminders of finish your food because we don't we don't waste food in this house. You know, even if you don't like the food that's being cooked or you're full, like you've eaten, but you're genuinely full, your stomach cannot take any more, you know, still you're forced to finish the food because we don't waste food around here. There's no dogs in this family that's going to eat the waste or the kids in Africa don't have any food, you know, and hoarding as well comes from not wanting to waste things. So if you look at a lot of hoarders, you know, and you really spend time to speak to them and you find out about their childhood and their experiences, you know, it's that whole thing of not wanting to waste things and hold on to things even when they don't need them anymore or they no longer serve a purpose in their life. But this is another kind of fear that is common and we may overlook it, but there is an extreme side of the fear of wasting money, which is extreme hoarders. Sign number five is the fear of not making enough money. So this is a real fear that you might have. We all know how much income we need to live a comfortable life and the thought of never making that amount can be scary for a lot of people. Sign number six is the fear of losing money in the stock market or fear of losing money trading. So I think this fear is very common with investors. Even the savviest professional investors have this fear. Nobody wants to lose money in the stock market. We all want to buy low and sell high. We all want our stocks and shares to keep going up in value and stay as high as possible until we are ready to sell them. Sign number seven is the fear of not having money or the fear of lack of money. So this type of fear is quite extreme, especially if you have experienced poverty of some kind or if you've gone through long periods of not having money. After a while, it it can become easy to accept your life as never going to have money. Sign number eight. Sign number eight is the fear of making money. This one is a little bit odd for me, but it's very common, right? Some people are afraid to make money. This can be because they are scared they will waste it, they might lose it all, they might attract haters or be talked about. Some people are afraid to make more money because they know that they'll have to be responsible for it. A lot of people don't want the hassle, right? You know, there's some people that are scared to go into business because they're like, oh, but if I set up this business and it's successful, then I have to be responsible to manage it. I have to be responsible for a team. I have to be 
I have to be responsible for payroll. I have to be responsible for paying taxes, right? So they will have to actually manage it and be accountable for it. And that can scare a lot of people. And finally, fear number nine is the fear of having too much money. Now, again, this is an extreme one, but it also it's also a very real and common monophobia. Again, it stems from the previous point mentioned about the fear of making money. So people, although they are capable of making a ton of money in their jobs, for example, there are people who could be earning 50K and they're actually destined to earn a million, right? They're actually destined to be millionaires, but because they are fearful of having too much money, they settle and they hold themselves back. Some people don't want to have too much money because they are afraid of paying more taxes, as I mentioned. So they play small to keep the tax man or woman away. So personally, I have had and still have some fear around money. I have had fear of earning a lot of money as it's meant that I will actually have to be accountable for it and manage it better. And nowadays running a business is the current fear that I'm working on, right? The fear of not making enough money, the fear of not making money at all. Since I'm not relying on a steady salary anymore, accepting and working towards overcoming my fear about money is what's actually inspired me to record this podcast. So your girl is taking these tips for herself too, right? I'm not just here speaking to you or at you. I am also recording this podcast for me because it's something that I really need to overcome in this season. So here is the thing about fear. As a Christian and a woman of God, I look at fear from a different angle, you know, to most people, right? Now, you may or may not be religious, which is fine, but I have to sprinkle a little bit of Jesus on this episode. So my only solution for overcoming fear is understanding that fear is something that's not come from God, right? Now, healthy fear is designed to keep us from danger. It's a signal to caution us, you know, when something is going wrong, right? And when that signal goes off, our brain switches into flight or fight mode. So you do have healthy fear, right? Which for me, it's a danger signal, but I'm not supposed to live in that fear every single day. And that fear is not supposed to hold me back. It's not supposed to prevent me from doing things or living to my full potential. So I believe that fear is something that we must overcome. And I'd like to share a Bible scripture, 2 Timothy 1, 7. It reads, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power of love and of sound mind, right? So fear is something I believe that is nurtured. We're not born with fear. And if you think about it, when kids are born, they are not afraid. You will put a baby, right, on the bed. That baby is trying to come off. They don't, they don't care or they don't know how high that bed is. You know, when a baby sees fire, they're trying to run to it and touch it. They, it's us that instills that fear. You know, don't touch it. Don't do that. Don't go there. Move away from that. You know, so I believe that fear is something that is nurtured. It's something that we've learned along the way. So because it's something that we've learned and picked up along the way, it's something that you can unlearn, right? So that you can walk in the power, in the love and in the sound mind that God has given you. And 
sometimes we mistake fear for wisdom and discernment. You know, when you have a ton of debt to pay with no savings and you are scared to spend money, then you're being wise, right? Not to spend money so that you can reduce your debts and your liability and so that you can save money now and spend it later. So on my Instagram handle, I recently shared a story of me having the fear of swimming. Now, I was a very good swimmer up until the age of 12. I loved swimming. Um, I went swimming like every weekend, every, you know, term break, summer holidays. I had a really good friend who um, we lived really close by and we would always go swimming, right? So I could swim up until the age of 12. It wasn't until we had a school trip to a swimming pool and a couple of classmates, boys, um, decided that it would be fun to hold my head under the water for what seemed like the longest one minute of my life. And ever since then, when I get into a pool, I literally feel like the water is pulling me in, right? I literally have to have armbands or floats to be able to swim or at least have the confidence that my feet can touch the surface of the pool. Now, again, I love swimming and I remember that I could swim for the longest, right? Now, this is a fear that I need to overcome because I enjoyed swimming and I feel like, you know, a big part of my life has been taken away and has been robbed, you know, from me. So it is one of my goals to learn how to swim. And I guess my first step is even sharing this story. I, I never talked about this, but for some reason, um, I find that whenever I want to overcome a fear, when I start talking about it and being honest about that fear, it really gives me the freedom to explore how to overcome it. So I guess this is my first step in sharing about my fear of swimming. I'm sharing the story with you guys. And then the next step is going to be to book swimming lessons. Okay, so enough of me and my fear of swimming. Let's move on to how to overcome the fear of money. So you want to learn about how money works. Develop your financial literacy so that you can debunk any myths around money and reduce the fear of money in your life. Have regular conversations about money in various settings with your family, friends, co-workers, your employer, and also strangers. Ask people about their perspective and share yours. It's important that we learn from each other in order to overcome our money phobias. Talk to your parents about the money phobias that you've had from childhood. Give them an opportunity to share their perspective. Nurture your relationship with money by working with a financial coach. Like me, of course. So one of the reasons why I love the one-on-one -on -one budgeting sessions that I do, and also the group programs as well, is that I get to help my clients to identify money fears and show them practical ways to overcome them. If you're scared of spending money or have fear of wasting money, create a budget so that you can be in control of your spending and always know where your money is going. If you don't know how to budget or your budget isn't working for you the way that you want it to, then schedule a one-on-one -on -one budgeting session with me so that I can show you a fun, simple and practical way of budgeting so that you never have to live in fear again and you always know where your money is going and feel in control. 
If you're afraid of not having enough money to retire or scared you run out of money, see a financial planner or a financial advisor and know what your options are. It's never too late. It's just knowing your options and being okay with knowing that your options might be limited, but there is always a way. There's always a solution. Fear of not making enough money. So journaling your deeper thoughts around this can be a really good way to overcome fear of not making enough money because sometimes it could be linked to another type of fear. Seeing a professional financial planner like myself, um, a financial advisor or a counsellor can also help you to unpack the fears that you have of not making money. You may need to consider applying for that promotion, changing careers or cutting down your lifestyle and so on. So there may be some important decisions that you have to make in order to overcome your fear of not making enough money. Fear of losing money in the stock market or fear of losing money trading. So what you need to do is make sure that you invest on a solid foundation. And what I mean by that is making sure that you have your emergency fund in place, that you're paying off or you've paid off any debts that you have or high interest debts and never invest more than what you are okay to lose. Have an investment plan. Don't walk blindly into investing, right? Have a plan, have a strategy, be clear about your investing objectives, be clear about your personal goals and dreams and develop your investing literacy. You also wanna make sure that you diversify your investments, which means don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't just invest in UK stocks invest in USA stocks, invest in, you know, different types of sectors, invest in commodities, invest in crypto, like invest in everything, invest in property, in Bitcoin. I think I said that already, um, you know, and don't just put all of your money in one sector. Don't just put all your money in the tech sector. Don't just put all your money in property. Don't just put all your money in financial and banking, right? You want to spread your money so that you can reduce and minimize the risk of losing it. So if you have the fear of having too much money, my only solution to you is to make the money and give it to me, right? <laughs> so guys, if you're scared of having too much money, just DM me, send me an email. I can send you my bank account details and send it to me to look after because yeah, I have had this fear, you know, I have had this fear and, and this was one of my biggest excuses of not being good with managing my money. I was just scared that if I had too much, then I'd have to be responsible for it. So instead, when I did have too much, I wasted it, right? But all jokes aside, um, you know, this goes back to doing a deeper assessment of where that thought pattern is coming from and understanding where that fear is coming from so that you can deal with it. So let's recap the nine fear of money symptoms. One, scared of spending money. Two, fear of not having enough money to retire. Three, fear of touching money. Four, fear of wasting money. Five, fear of not making enough money. Six, fear of losing money in the stock market or fear of losing money trading. Seven, Fear of not having money or the fear of lack of money. Eight, fear of making money. And nine, fear of having too much money. So here is the thing. 
a lot of these fairs we hold can seem small and not a big deal. You know, everybody does it. But when they are left unresolved, they can cause major mental health anxiety. They can impact your relationships and productivity. They can also impact the financial decisions that you make and hold you back from living a truly fulfilling life. So if you listen to this podcast and just carry on as you are, your fear about money will continue to get worse. And if you have children, you are going to pass them on to them which is a cycle that we want to break, right? We don't want our mistakes to become our children's mistakes. We don't want our fears to become our children's fears. So to wrap up this segment of the podcast, I want to give you a set of questions to ask yourself as you assess the fears that you have about money and work towards overcoming them. Do you become emotional when you think, see or deal with money? How frequently do you fret about your finances? How long have you been worried for? Is your anxiety interfering with your career, relationships, mental health or other elements of your life? Welcome to the weekly Shareworthy Money News Roundup where I share worthy news to help you keep abreast of what's happening in the world that can both positively and negatively impact your financial situation. This week's shareworthy money news is that Amazon announced a stock split. Companies in the stock market do stock splits all the time. A stock split is where a company increases the number of shares current holders have, but it still costs the same value so that they don't lose any money. So in any case, if you're a current holder of a particular stock and that company does a stock split, you're going to gain more shares, just that the value of those shares will still be the same. Companies do stock splits all the time to make entering the stock market more affordable for those wanting to buy, right? So for example, if you don't currently hold any Amazon stocks, Because Amazon has has done a stock split, it means that it will cost you less to buy Amazon stock. So it's more affordable for those buying and coming in. As it stands, today is the 9th of June. So last Friday, Amazon announced a 20 to 1 stock split. So prior to the split, Amazon was worth over $2,000 per share. So if you wanted to buy one share of Amazon, you would have needed to pay 2000 for it. So with the 20 to 1 split, the new share price for Amazon, as of when the market closed, I think a few days ago, because I didn't check yesterday, but the new share price for Amazon is about $123. So it's gone from $2,000 a share to $123. So if you want to buy Amazon, you can buy Amazon one share of Amazon at $123. Now, I'm not a financial advisor, so this is not me giving you financial advice. As you know, on this podcast, we don't give any financial advice. This is just for educational purposes and me sharing my own personal um, stories and experiences. But I would be looking to buy, you know, or trade some Amazon stocks, right? Because it's super, super cheap. you know, I, I'm clear about what my investment strategy is. So Amazon is something that I already invest in and I could take the opportunity 
that's presented to me of buying more because it's dirt cheap right someone who has their one to three months emergency fund they're on top of their debts and you know they have money in savings you know they could consider buying some amazon shares and holding on to them until they go up right so it just really depends on your situation whether you're ready to invest or not and here's the thing as much as we talk about invest 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 not everybody is ready to invest and that is okay i'll rather you take your time right and be clear about what you're investing in understand how it works you know go into it with that level of confidence than put money in the stock market only to lose it or not handle it or manage it. That's all I have for you today for our weekly share where the money news. That brings us to a close for today's podcast episode, the fear of money phobia. And remember, let go and open your heart to the possibility that there is something great waiting for you. Iniana Banzet. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Join me again on the next episode. Don't forget to share the Boss of My Money podcast with all of your podcast friends and tell your non-podcast friends what they are missing out on. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or any app that supports podcasting. You can also visit bossofmymoney.com slash podcast for more episodes. Plus, if you haven't got your budget ready for this month and need help with getting it set up and creating a budget that actually works, check out this podcast show notes for a link to the Boss of My Money Academy.com slash store where you can book a two-hour one-on-one budgeting session with me. That's not all. As a podcast listener, you get to save 20% when you use the code podcast in the coupon area. Happy budgeting.